You've made your point, Ottawa Mayor urges Freedom Convoy protesters to leave. So, they're still there. Hundreds of trucks remain parked on Wellington Street and other roads throughout the downtown core, with residents and businesses expressing frustration with constant blaring of horns and fireworks at all hours. Ottawa's mayor issued a fresh call for the protesters to leave on Monday, saying Ottawa residents have been more than patient and the protesters are disturbing residents and harming small businesses. So yeah, basically the mayor of Ottawa is calling for the remnants of the Freedom Convoy 2022 rally. He's calling for them to leave. Apparently there's hundreds of uh, trucks still there and protesters. A crowd that was upward of 10,000. There was no official count, but in that area. Now there's hundreds of trucks and people left. Yeah. And as far as I know, I could be wrong. To date, Justin Trudeau. Hi, everyone. I steal money from charities. I wear blackface. Justin Trudeau. Daylight come and we one go home. Six foot, seven foot, three foot bunch. Fucking sunny ways, Trudeau. He didn't even take the opportunity to have a discussion and dialogue with people demonstrating their democratic rights. Their rights in a de- in a democratic society to protest in a peaceful way. You know, some of the media, they try to spin the Freedom Convoy as a disturbance and a disruption and chaotic and it harbors just, you know, scumbags and this, that, and the other. These are people, Canadians, sick of these lawless mandates, this tomfoolery that's been plaguing the world for two years, standing up on the footstep of their government in a democratic fashion. That is the definition of freedom. That is the definition of democracy. And our leader, Sunny Ways Trudeau, Sunny Side Up Trudeau. Hi, everyone. I'm stealing from the pockets of charities. That fucking rodent scampered off into the sewer and didn't meet his countrymen in discussion and discourse and dialogue and democracy hid old man look of my cunt I'm a lot like you were old man look at my cunt I'm a lot Old man, take a look at my cunt. I'm a lot like you. What's happening, folks? It's your old chuckle buddy. Guess who? Jonathan James Ramcharan. Reporting live for duty on this magnificent 
January 31st in the year of our Lord 2022. Welcome and bienvenue to Jonathan Ramcharan, the podcast. In 1962, there were things under a golden harvest moon. <laughs> Old man, take a look at my life. I'm a lot like your cunt. Old man, take a look at my cunt. I'm a lot like you. I need somebody fucking wet behind the ears. To carry me the whole night through. Old man, take a look at my gunt. <laughs> Keep on rocking in the stifled, muzzled, masked world. Neil Young. More like Neil Old. You fucking cry, baby. Go on, beat it. Get off of Spotify like I give a fuck. You know? Like anybody cares, old man. What a damn shame. I loved his music. He is a great musician, a great singer, guitarist, songwriter. Just complete 100% bona fide COVID-19 sissy. Anyways, folks, if you're new to the show, Jonathan Ramtran, the podcast. This is a show where I bitch, whine, squawk, bellyache, and kibitz about myself in order to relate to y'all self. Y'all the dear listener. Y'all the dear viewer. Shared experiences, kindred souls, BFFs, Forever, you know? I'm a lot like you. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Sorry, Neil, you're going to have to, I don't know how you're going to watch the show. Email me, Neil, we'll set you up. I don't mind, you know, at least I could do. I had so many years of easy enjoyment out of them fucking folk songs. And who don't like having, like, I mean, back in the day when you used to drink, well, at least myself, who didn't like having a couple drinks, you know, gather around the campfire, hear a harvest moon and golden harvest moon or whatever the fuck, and fucking old man, uh, you know, he was quite the picker, quite the strummer, that old Neil Young. Anyway. Shows available, JR the P, Jonathan Ramchand the Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, my own website, Jonathan-Ramcharan.com, Odyssey. And as always, folks, if you're enjoying the show, getting some laughs, chuckles, gags, guffaws, chortles, please, would you help my black ass out already? Share me with a friend. Share is caring, folks. You know it truly is the whole day through. There were things under a golden harvest moon. And if you're a returning guest to JR the P, if you know, if you don't know, if you may or may not know, or maybe you surmised, I am an actor extraordinaire. That's been the bone, ladies and gentlemen, and damn proud of it. I am also a stand-up comedian extraordinaire. Yes, damn proud of that as well. And um, as you well can imagine, if you were 
yourself facing the times of the times, the challenges of the day, pandemic, 2022. I'm just chugging along, you know, like the little engine that could, you know, the little engine et, the little engina, little, you know, male or female engines, you know, Thomas the engine, all that shit, you know, Teresa the engine, many engines, you know, just chugging along like the little engine that could. I think I can, I think I can. I think I can. I'm a little sweetheart, you know. And, um, you know, also a very motivational um, song in that regard, involving like engines and trains and shit. Um, she'll be coming around the mountain when she comes. She'll be coming around the mountain when she comes. She'll be coming around the mountain. She'll be coming around the mountain. She'll be coming around the mountain when she comes. That's called a button, by the way. Like, you ever see, like, somebody doing a musical theater show tune, and they're like, you know, um, wouldn't it be part of your world? They clench up like they just had an orgasm or something. You know, in the musical theory theater realm, that's called a button. Yeah, put a button on it, would you? You know? <laughs> You're singing a song. You can't just end the song like, part of your world. Oh, shit. Um, Part of your world. That like clues the fucking morons in the audience in. Oh, they're done. You know, a little button. Anyways, I digress. As As I'm facing the challenge of the day, you know, Actor extraordinaire, stand-up comedian, ham of all hawks, you know, hack. Um, you know, just bumping and grinding like the little engine that could, you know, and she'll be coming around the mountain when she comes. Isn't that great? She'll be coming around the mountain when she comes. Just shut up, man. He'll be coming around the mountain when she comes. There ain't no need to shit the bed over it, make a big deal, make a big stink, you know? She'll be coming around the mountain when she comes. And I'm just eyes on the mountain, you know? While living in the present. Hallelujah. So there you have it, folks. Jonathan Ramcharan, actor, stand-up comedian extraordinaire. Yes. Freedom. Convoy 2022. This is big news here in Canada. And um, it's a great expression of hope and optimism to the world. You know, gotta love my Canada. You know what I mean? As I am a Canadian myself. Born and bred. Edmonton, Alberta, bud. Edmonton, Alberta, bud. How about them Oilers, bud? You know, as a Canadian myself. You know, you got to be loving that Freedom Convoy 2022. Now, before I get into that, let me reiterate my stance on COVID-19 that I've been pretty much spouting since um, April, May of um, 2020. April, May of 2020 was like, you know, let's call it June, at least June. I know this is where my mind was at. You know, March 2020 was like, boom, 
Outbreak of COVID-19, Wuhan province. What is going on? What is this virus? Right? There were little um, stories about it in the top of the in the top of the year. January 2020. I remember reading about cases of COVID in the United States and abroad, here, there, whatever. But then it really became like a global pandemic. March 2020. March 2020. Correct? And um, pardon moi, folks, there's some drunken maniac outside my window screaming and talking and babbling. This is what this prolonged pandemic has induced. Just all sorts of nonsense. This person's just out there babbling like an idiot. Who's listening? I don't know. Who are they talking to? Who knows? But anyways, much like myself, I'm indoors talking to myself. Don't need to get so judgmental. Anyway, March 2020, pandemic was pretty much here. June 2020, my mind was like, yo, weekly, monthly, yearly, till these dumb motherfuckers see clearly. COVID-19 is a political weapon used to disrupt global economies and gain control for whatever nefarious reason. It's a phony. It's a phony baloney. It's a phony. Bunch of mumbo-jumbo, you know what I mean? I've been spitting that, you know, since June 2020. March 2020, pandemic, breakout. June 2020, mumbo-jumbo, as far as I'm concerned, you know? And um, the statistics, the information hasn't really changed all that much in regards to severity. I mean, we're adults here, right? And if you're not an adult, I'm sure you're a aware younger person, maybe a teenager. I don't know who's watching this, but if you're watching this, you're old enough to comprehend and think for yourself and hear conversations and come to um, health decisions for yourself or under your guardian's care. But then again, we have to voice our own concerns regarding our own health strategies. And and the science, the situation hasn't really changed. According to the WHO website, which I haven't looked up since the beginning of the pandemic. And even then, what do we even, how, how can we even trust these bodies, these experts, these officials The media is just so soaked in biased narrative, um, hidden agenda, cloak and dagger, and, um, you know, angel investors. Who, who, Who knows where and what is behind the information that we get? But for the most part... The uh, statistics haven't really changed. North of, upper, upper, north of 80% of people who contract COVID-19 can recover without any special treatment. It affects the elderly, the poor at health, and the overly obese. And again, like I've been saying since June 2020, God bless the elderly. God bless the overly obese. God bless the poor at health. 
This is not a death sentence. It is a wake-up call. Take charge of your health. Be a person of your time. Do not live in this fear. I believe it's becoming an endemic. Is that what the word is? Endemic? When um, basically no matter what you do, you're going to catch it anyways. It's, is that the word? I'm not even going to look it up. I don't give a fuck about that. Fact checking. I got eyes, you know. I got ears, you know. I see things. I hear things. I don't need some expert. I don't need some fucking... That, that's all, folks. Bunch of mumbo-jumbo junk science. Some typewritten fucking report by some egghead ignoramus in a lab coat to tell me what I can't see with my own fucking eyes. And I can't deduce from my own common sense. This is a democracy. As far as I, I know, you know? Here in the Western world, we live in a democracy. I can see things for myself. I can think for myself. I don't need to find definitions of epidemic and maybe... <laughs> Take a look out your fucking window. Are people dropping dead? It's like a, what, 0.1 of a 1% mortality rate? The way they talk about COVID-19, people should be dropping dead on the streets. Subway stations should be closed. There should be like just this, you know, I am legend world where it's like these vast cityscapes that are empty, cars abandoned on highways, you know, apocalyptic levels of human uh, death toll. It's like a point one of a 1% fucking mortality rate. And people that are dying, the, the numbers are conflated. Unfortunately, they already had health conditions, a lot of them, allegedly. And also, these um, vaccines, what are they doing to the human body? They don't really know. At the top of this thing, the top of the pandemic, they said that a vaccine would be available, what did they say, 22 to 28 months away? They banged it off in 10 months. And there's all this pharmaceutical money interest in this whole thing power control money your safety your freedom <laughs> no that's not what this is about it's about the powers that be playing their little puppeteer games so you know if you're a person that has to make a health strategy for yourself in terms of a vaccine sure that's your choice but let me be me do unto others as you will have done unto you. Right? So anyway, um, that's a shortened version. That's an edited version of my stance on uh, COVID-19. And uh, right now, a major movement here in Canada, which is sparking inspiration, I hope, and um, I'm quite confident in. I mean, how could you not be inspired by this? The Freedom Convoy 2022. These are truckers, Canadian truckers, that have come together across the country to converge and peacefully protest and rally and um, 
state their concerns and issues in a democratic form on the foot of our government, doorstep of our government, in Ottawa, Canada, on Parliament Hill. And that is exactly what democracy is about. If you're not in line or in agreement with the orders of the day, the law of the day, you as a citizen have the right to protest and organize democratically, peacefully. That is the way to show your dislike and concern for what's going on in your country and in your life and livelihood in a democracy. Right? Or no, is that wrong? Do I, is that misinformation? Should I censor myself from saying that? Or should I be censored for saying that? Of course, I'm being sarcastic. So here, let me read you um, a few articles on the Freedom Convoy 2022. This is an article. Article. From, uh, I think it's ctvnews.ca. The first one. No, CBC. This is an article from cbcnews.ca. Thousands opposed to COVID-19 rules converge on Parliament Hill. Trudeau and his family have been moved from residence over security concerns. A convoy of thousands of truckers and other protesters converged on Parliament Hill Saturday to call for an end to the COVID-19 vaccine mandates and other health and other public health restrictions, a raucous demonstration that has police on high alert for possible violence even as organizers urge the crowd to be peaceful. That sounds like democracy, you know. We have some law and order, there's concerns, large numbers, but the organization is calling for peaceful protest. Hundreds of protesters on foot flooded into the parliamentary precinct on Saturday in the midst of an extreme cold warning, joining a lineup of truckers that started to arrive on the scene late Friday night. They were later joined by other drivers and demonstrators from all regions of the country that, in some cases, traveled thousands of kilometers to take their message to the streets outside of Prime Minister's office in the downtown core. Police said as many as 10,000 people were expected to be on hand by day's end, But by Saturday evening, the force did not have an official estimate of the crowd's size. Also, that evening, the group organizing the convoy sent out a schedule for Sunday events, including a prayer and press conference. Hats off to the uh, organizers and demonstrators of this rally, Freedom Convoy 2022, sending out a schedule of their um, protest. You know, they're complying with uh, law in order, and um, very professionally run, and in the spirit of freedom. How do you not love it? The convoy has snarled traffic throughout the region. Snarled? What the fuck does that mean? What? Snarled? Snarled traffic? (laughs) Isn't a snarl when you get like a grimace on your face? Look at that snarl. 
Strange choice of words, but anyways. The convoy has snarled traffic throughout the region, clogging arteries that lead in and out of the city center. Oh, how unfortunate. You know, oh, now you can't get to fucking Walmart before it closes because people are fighting for your civil rights and liberties. Oh, no. I gotta go stock up on paper towel for the millionth time in the last twenty in the last two years. Law enforcement urged everyone to avoid travel to the downtown as it deals with the surge of people. The Rideau Center, Rideau Center, a major shopping center only steps from the main protest site, was closed early after it was overrun with maskless patrons defying provincial rules for indoor spaces. Yeah. Citizens wanting to shop, untethered by a mask. How? The gall, the sheer gall. The many trucks that have gathered along Wellington Street in front of the Parliament buildings are adorned with banners denouncing public health measures and Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. Some warn that communism will take hold in Canada if COVID-19-related restrictions continue. Dozens of truckers blasted their horns throughout the day and into the evening. Amid security concerns, Trudeau and his family have been moved from their home to an undisclosed location in the nation's capital. Sources said, probably took to the sewer, you little fucking rat. Hi everyone, my name's Justin Trudeau. Oops, gotta go. Quick everybody, into the sewer. Shimipel into the sewer, into the les sewer. Quick everyone. Bye. Going into the sewer now, going into hiding. I wear blackface. Deo, it's a deo. Daylight coming, we wanna go home. Six foot, seven foot, eight foot bunch. Justin Trudeau, blackface. The protest, the protest, while loud and disruptive, has been peaceful to this point. As of 5.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Saturday, no charges have been laid against any of the protesters, a spokesperson for the Ottawa Police Service said. The police said at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, no incidents of violence or injuries have been reported. Yes. You know, and that's, that's the way it should be. Peaceful protest and... Um, in line with law and order, democracy, freedom. A demonstration that was originally planned to urge the federal government to drop its vaccine mandate for cross-border essential workers like truckers has morphed into a larger movement against all public health measures. Hallelujah. Got my support. A number of people assembled, many of whom are not truckers, said they were on hand to pressure the government to end pandemic-related restrictions and return to normal. The event has also attracted some more extreme voices who have called for violence, even though they said no violence had occurred and was occurring. What, is this just some kind of rumor or hypothesis, or is this news? Who knows? 
Roughly a dozen protesters had parked their vehicles on the site of the tomb of the unknown soldier at Ottawa's National War Memorial early Saturday. The cars and trucks were removed by midday after orders from local police. Parking on this sacred ground was a sign of complete disrespect, Ottawa Mayor Jim Watson said. Well, it's not like he was a known person. I mean, I mean, he was an unknown soldier. I mean, you can't really, you're disrespecting an unknown entity. I mean, it could be just an empty box for all we know. Okay, uh, in line with law and order and common decency. In line with common decency and law and order, if what they're saying is right and true, you shouldn't park on somebody's grave, obviously. But I mean, desperate times call for desperate measures. Desperate times call for desperate measures, folks. Anyway. Later, protesters were seen dancing on the tomb of the unknown soldier, promoting, prompting condemnation from Veteran Affairs Minister Lawrence McAuley, McCauley and Canada's top soldier general, Wayne Eyre. Ah, tough titty. Shut the fuck up. Why don't you go fucking polish an airplane or something? You fucking grunt. Fucking jarhead. Defense Minister Anita Anand called the behavior of protesters beyond reprehensible. The NDP called it despicable and denounced symbols of hate seen in the crowd, which they don't mention. Symbols of hate, which we're not going to mention. Fucking fake news. How can you believe anything that comes out these lying pricks' mouths? Demonstrators also adorned a statue of Terry Fox. God love Terry Fox. The cross-country runner who inspired the nation with his marathon of hope, with anti-vaccine material and a defaced Canadian flag. You can't say it's defaced. Um, liars. Conservative leader Aaron O'Toole similarly condemned the actions of those involved with the incidents at the tomb of the unknown soldier and Terry Fox statue. I'll post a picture of Terry Fox. If Terry Fox were here today, he'd be, you know, limping along, singing a song, and without a mask on. He would love this. Terry Fox was a true Canadian and a true spirit of hope. He didn't give a fuck about cancer. He went out there despite the odds. I'm sure he would have the same feeling about COVID-19. Like, yo, you got to get on with life. You got to get up on your legs, even if they're bloody to the stump and you got a prosthetic. And you got to get your ass on the road. Terry would have loved this. I'm glad to see him protesting. Look at him. Look at that fucking... Look at that look of hope on his... Well, determination on his face in that statue. So give me a break. Terry Fox would have loved this situation. And if not, he probably would have been tactful enough as the leader that he, as the born leader he must have been to do something as inspirational as the Marathon of Hope. He would have had the tact to at least talk to people, hear concerns, and have a level head. Not this overinflated hyperbole that we're seeing in all forms of government and media. Type of shit that makes you sick to your stomach, folks. I support the right to peacefully protest, but that should not be confused with blatant disrespect for the men and women who have served, inspired, and protected our country, he said in a statement, saying the individuals in question should be ashamed. 
that is um, conservative leader Aaron O'Toole speaking. They should be ashamed. I get it. He's got to say what he's got to say to lead the conservatives and play the politic, the political game. But I mean, I'm sure he had a crack. He probably had a crack a smile or two. I mean, Terry looked like he was having a ball. No big deal. In another instance, a can of beer was thrown at a journalist covering the event. So what? Protesters also set off fireworks as the evening began, which Ottawa police said Saturday should not be used downtown. Well, where the hell else should it be used? Uptown? Take it to the people. Fireworks belong downtown. Standoff over science. The many flags flown in the crowd reflected the divergent groups that are calling for an end to mandates. Wave them flags, you know? Some of the protesters carried Canadian flags, while others held placards that urged people to think for yourself. Hallelujah. A slogan used in anti-vaccine circles. Some demonstrators were seen flying patriots. Some demonstrators were seen flying the Patriots flag, whatever the hell that is, a nod to the Lower Canada rebel rebellions of 1837 to 38. Oh, okay, that's what it is. When French-speaking settlers from present-day Quebec fought against British colonial rule. At least one Confederate flag was spotted in the crowd, a holdover from the U.S. Civil War that is often associated with racist and far-right elements. Were the Dukes a hazard? Maybe they just like orange uh, muscle cars and, you know, bitches in fucking boots and, you know, Daisy Dukes. Bunch of crybabies. Indigenous demonstrators flew the the Mohawk warrior flag and waved the flag of the Métis Nation. Let me jump back there for a second. Check this out. While others held placards that urged people to think for yourself. A slogan used in anti-vaccine circles. (gasps) Oh, what a slur. What a slogan. Think for yourself. Oh, you and your little anti-vaccine friends, huh? Thinking for yourself, huh? See how far that's going to get you in life, thinking for yourself. As if that's a bad thing. You would have to be a complete ignoramus to want to fucking kiss boots and lick heels and kiss butt to the powers that be during this time. They want to control your life indefinitely. Wake up. Yep. You, do you remember that movie, um, The Maltese Falcon with uh, Humphrey Bogart? Yeah. He's like speaking to one of the detect- he, uh Humphrey Bogart in that movie, The Maltese Falcon. He plays a little prank on, like, the lieutenant, a lieutenant in the police service. He plays, a, he plays a prank on a lieutenant in the police service. And he's trying to explain that he prayed, had he played a prank. You know, say that ten times fast. fast. Played a prank, played a prank, played, played a prank. He's trying to tell the police officer that he played a prank on him. And Humphrey Bogart calls, Ah, wake up, Dundee, you're being kidded. Ah, wake up, Dundee, you're being kidded. Ah, wake up, you're being kidded. Wake up, you're being kidded, folks. Come on. Think for yourself. Is that... <laughs> you're going to convince people that that's such a 
horrible slogan to be held? Think for yourself. <gasps> oh, the barbarians. I've never done anything like this in my life. I'm 53 years old, and this is the hill I'm going to die on. Do not tell me I have to put something in my body. Hallelujah. These are the words of Lorraine Commodore, a convoy, a convoy supporter. She told this to CBC News on Saturday. I've never done anything like this in my life. I'm 53 years old, and this is the hill I'm going to die on. Do not tell me I have to put something in my body. Hallelujah. Commodore said she was fired from her job as a dental hygienist because she wouldn't get vaccinated. She said she wants this protest to bring an end to the mandates that cost her and others like her their jobs. She said her mother-in-law died in hospital and it was difficult for family to visit her in the last days of her life because of the COVID-19 restrictions on visitors. Open the hospitals. They're public. This needs to end. Her husband, Mike, said he's distrustful of Her husband, Mike, said he's distrustful of the shots, skepticism that cost him his job as a community living nurse. <clears throat> Pardon moi, folks. <clears throat> How many boosters is it going to take? Wake up people. How many boosters? People who've taken the two shots, they're still coming down with COVID-19. They're still testing positive. So where's the science? What science? It's amazing what government scientists will say when their paychecks depend on it. He said, Hallelujah. Let me repeat that. How many boosters is it going to take? Wake up, people. How many boosters? People who've taken the two shots, they're still coming down with COVID-19. They're still testing positive. So where's the science? What science? It's amazing what government scientists will say when their paychecks depend on it. He said. Hallelujah. The Public Health Agency of Canada, FAC, would you fuck off? Would FAC, FAC write the fuck off? Fuck off. FAC, the Public Health Agency of Canada, reported earlier this month that the primary series of vaccines, the first two doses of the mRNA product, offer a low to very low protection against Omicron infection, but they still prevent severe cases of COVID-19 hospitalization and death. These dildos can't chart this. This is just their suppositions or supposedness or their fucking inkling or the hunch that they have in order to keep their little positions of power and control over people. Well, if, if you take 12 boosters, it's going to be a low to mid-low variant in the contraction level. It's a band-aid solution. It's a stupid nonsense situation. How many fucking boosters is it going to take? You're more than likely going to catch COVID anyway. And if you do catch it, then there's such things as human immunity, herd immunity, antibodies. The, the, the mother nature will sort it out. It is what it is. Come down off of your fucking hilltop. Your fucking ivory tower. You're not God. Fact. 
fuck off. Fact data suggests unvaccinated people are 19 times more likely to be hospitalized with COVID-19. Oh, is that why they call it 19? COVID-19, because you're 19 times more susceptible to catching it. I'm an idiot, all right? Fact data suggests unvaccinated people are 19 times more likely to be hospitalized with COVID-19 than fully vaccinated people. A third dose of an mRNA shot also offers much more protection against an actual infection. Why don't they just come up with like giant condoms? Like remember in like the naked gun when like um, she's like, do you have protection? And Leslie Nielsen's like, I always carry protection. They're like bumping and grinding in those giant condom suits, you know? You know, why don't we just drape ourselves from head to toe in latex rubber with a ribbed tip, reservoir tip, a little KY jelly, you know, squeeze yourself in there. That make more sense just to wear a giant condom instead of these millions of doses we're going to take every fucking two days. Amid the standoff over science, there was also a smattering of counter-protesters who waded into the crowds to bring a pro-vaccine message to the group that is generally leery, that is generally leery of the COVID-19 shots. I believe in public health. Thank you, nurses. Fuck you, nurses. Most nurses are like most people. They only care about themselves. They got into nursing because it sounded like a good job. There's prestige in it you can seem like you're some altruistic person but really all they care about is getting their little nurse grants done and made and nurse funding and more more money for nurses more attention for nurse nurses more glory for nurses nurses are just as cynical and susceptible to corruption as anyone a lot of them don't care about people yes there are some good ones and i've met a whole lot of shitheads if you've ever been in the hospital or dealt with nurses, some of them are absolutely garbage, terrible people, just like anyone. I don't just believe in their altruism because they want to give me a fucking booster 10, 12 times. And the only reason why you got these people in these hysterics, if you if you tell morons and sheep to be afraid, they're going to be afraid. Bleed, 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 bleed. Where's the shepherd? The big bad wolf's coming. Give me a booster. I guarantee people wouldn't be clamoring for hospitalization and booster shots if the media would just like calm down and leave people the fuck alone. Ah, okay, whatever. Healthcare professionals do save lives, but they also kind of make me sick to my stomach as well. Bunch of phonies. Trudeau family moved for security reasons. Trudeau and his family are no longer at their Rideau cottage, which is on the property of the Governor General's residence in the new Edinburgh neighborhood of Ottawa, roughly four kilometers from the epicenter of the protest. The Prime Minister's office said it could not comment on Trudeau's whereabouts for security reasons. Told you, he took to the sewers. Fucking rat. Lay rat. His itinerary, which normally lists the city where he's staying, said only that he's in the national, the national capital region. 
His itinerary states that he's in the National Capital Region. Trudeau is currently in isolation because he has a close contact with one of his children who recently tested positive for COVID-19. The decision to move Trudeau and his family follows the Rideau Hall gate crashing attack in 2020. A Canadian Armed Forces member carrying a firearm rammed his vehicle into the gates, protecting the property in an attempt to reach Trudeau. The precautionary measure also comes after a warning from the Parliament the Parliament's Sergeant of Arms, the person responsible for the safety and security of the parliamentary precinct and its occupants, the protesters could show up at politicians' homes. Let me pause. Quick sip of water, boss. Don't mind me, boss. Okay. I'll cut Trudeau some slack. I mean, you got thousands of angry protesters approaching the Capitol. But what a lack of leadership. He could have found a way. To date, at the current date, it doesn't seem he like he's had a way of communicating with these protesters. He just tucked his fucking tail between his legs and ran. What about... A f- what about, like, um... They couldn't set up a, a giant screen? Like a giant screen and have a debate? Or discussion via Zoom. He couldn't converse with them over a live stream on the internet. Something like that. No. Tucked his tail in between his legs and ran. Hid from his countrymen and women and persons and in-betweens. Hid from his Canadians. The Prime Minister, the leader of our country. Tucked his tail into between his legs like the little bitch he is, and ran. And again, I don't call him a little bitch for moving his family to safety. That makes sense. I call him a little bitch because he could have organized a live stream or some form of communication with these people. No, he called them a fringe minority and fled from them. Lack of leadership. Now again, I didn't do such a deep dive because I'm kind of weary of this whole COVID thing. And in which case, if I am wrong and there was some sort of um, communication with the convoy, the freedom convoy between Trudeau and the convoy to date, you know, it's been like two coming up three days of this protest. I don't think he's communicated with them. So if there has been, I will state that I was wrong. But I mean, still doesn't negate the fact that he's a little punk, you know? Sick of your fucking sunny ways, Trudeau, all right? The honeymoon is well over. Hi! Fucking makes me sick to my stomach. Um... Auto police, Ottawa Police Chief Peter Sloyaloy. Ottawa Police Chief Peter Slolly said that while organizers say the protest, which does not have a permit, will be weakened, be a weekend event, 
the option of it going into a week is also still on the table. Slowly said they that any decision to begin Slowly said any decision to bring the protest to a close early or continue past the weekend will be based on public safety concerns. He also said a breakdown in communication with protest organizers could lead to it being shut down early. Organizers urge calm. I skipped ahead a little bit in the, uh, there was some other blah, blah, blah shit. Again, you can check out this article on cbcnews.ca. Organizers urge calm. One of the protesters' key organizers on Friday warned participants to do, to demonstrate peacefully. We cannot achieve our goals if there are threats of acts of violence, said B.J. Dictor. This movement is a peaceful protest and we do not condone any acts of violence. Peaceful protest, they do not condone any acts of violence. Hat off to you. Hat off to you, BJ Dichter, the organizer of the Freedom Convoy 2022. One of the organizers key organizers. He warned protesters not to enter government buildings, disrespect police officers, act in a way that escalates tense situations, and make any type of threat. Dichter ran as a candidate for the Conservatives in Jack Layton's old riding of Toronto, Danforth, in the 2015 federal election, finishing third behind the Liberals and NDP, with just over 5,000 votes. In 2019, Dichter spoke at the First People's Party of Canada conference held in Gatineau, Quebec, where he rallied against political Islam and urged and argued that the radical left in Canada is working with Islamic groups to undermine the Canadian state. On Twitter, he regularly criticizes public health measures to fight COVID-19, major media organizations, socialism, and established political parties. He and Alberta resident Tamara Lick started a GoFundMe campaign for the convoy that has raised more than $7.5 million. As the convoy moved across Canada, Lick posted regular video updates from the cab of one of the trucks. She says her parents own a trucking company, which is part of what motivated her to organize the protest. Lick was involved with the Western Separatist Maverick Party in the past and is still listed in, as the secretary as the secretary on the party's website. She has said many times in her Facebook videos that the trucks and demonstrators won't leave Ottawa until they get what they want while urging people to obey the law and not cause trouble. Politicians weigh in. Politicians weigh in. Earlier this week, NDP leader Jagmeet Singh condemned the convoy, saying it harbors racists. Trudeau has been equally unreceptive, dismissing what he calls a small fringe and holds unacceptable views. Isn't that crazy? A small fringe that holds unacceptable views. Oh, so it's, it's um, so you can bully people for being in the minority. Oh, you're just a fringe person. Your, your opinion doesn't matter in a democracy. And oh, you have unacceptable views that don't matter in a democracy. 
What kind of bully scaremonger tactics is this? Trudeau. We're sick of your sunny ways, buddy. It's got to end. In a peaceful, logical, lawful manner. It's got to end, buddy. Pack your bags and go go get a fucking job of go 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 fucking what's the word? Go um funnel money out of another charity, you fucking criminal. Go disappear into the fucking you know, shadow corporation entity business where you siphon money and fund little games and gimmicks, you know? Have the decency to slink off into a be an anonymous billionaire somewhere, you fucking criminal. While rejecting bigotry and hate, conservative leader O'Toole and Canadians frustrated with two years of COVID-19 restrictions should be heard by elected officials. While rejecting bigotry and hate, conservative leader O'Toole said Canadians frustrated with two years of COVID-19 restrictions should be heard by elected officials. Hallelujah. O'Toole met with some of the truckers in the convoy away from the Parliament Hill on Friday. There you go. That's how it's done. Diplomacy, tact, discourse, conversation, dialogue. Former U.S. President Donald Trump endorsed the convoy's efforts during a rally in Conroe, Texas. I endorse. Okay, let me tell you something right now. Freedom rally. Freedom convoy. Beautiful. Best. Never seen anything like it. An amazing accomplishment. Gotta love them. A. I want to give a big shout out to my brothers and sisters in Canada. Freedom Convoy, eh? Get her jo- get her done, bud. Eh? Ten for good, buddy. How's my hair? Fake news. <laughs> God love the Trumpster. Former U.S. President Donald Trump endorsed the convoy's efforts during a rally in Conroe, Texas on Saturday evening, claiming the protesters in Ottawa were doing more to fight against lawless mandates hallelujah, and defend American freedoms than U.S. leaders. Lawless mandates. That's another thing. It's been two years of these mandates and restrictions that just fall out of the sky. All of a sudden, you can't do this. All of a sudden, you have to wear a mask every fucking minute of your life. All of a sudden, this, that, that. All these mandates and restrictions. Where did they even come from? It's lawless. It's undemocratic. Where did, where are all these rules and restrictions and COVID nineteen act of whatever? Da, da, da. They just make up shit. At least one Canadian parliamentary parliamentarian was among Saturday's crowd. Conservative MP Michael Cooper, who represents an Edmonton area riding, told CBC News he was there to show support to a whole lot of everyday Canadians. Canadians. That's right. A whole lot of everyday Canadians that were out to express concerns with the direction Justin Trudeau was taking the country. Hallelujah. Can't stomach that motherfucker. 
The vaccine mandate just doesn't make any sense and is only going to exacerbate our supply chain issues, Cooper said. A number of business groups, including the Canadian Chamber of Commerce, warned with this week the trucker mandate could disrupt the free flow of goods between Canada and U.S. Cooper said while there may be a small number of unsavory characters in the mix, most of the people are just here to send a message to the Prime Minister. I'm just here to let people know they're being heard. That's what the uh, Conservative uh, MP, the Conservative MP uh, Michael Cooper said. Cooper said while there may be a small number of unsavory characters in the mix, most of the people are just here to send a message to the Prime Minister. I'm just here to let people know they're being heard. In the words of Michael Cooper. That was an article by John Paul Tasker. Article by John Paul Tasker. Entitled, Thousands Opposed to COVID-19 Rules Converge on Parliament Hill. This is from cbcnews.ca. So this began this past weekend, this past Saturday. Now we are on Monday, Monday, January 31st. So, you know, protesters gathered on Parliament Hill to demonstrate against vaccine mandates on Saturday, January 29th. Here we are Monday, January 31st. Protesters are still... um, in the in the nation's capital, they're still there in Ottawa. Um, the latest is I'm not going to read the whole article, but um, this is from CTVNews.ca. This is an article from CTVNews.ca. You've made your point. Ottawa mayor urges Freedom Convoy protesters to leave. So they're still there. Hundreds of trucks remain parked on Wellington Street and other roads throughout the downtown core, with residents and businesses expressing frustration with constant blaring of horns and fireworks at all hours. Ottawa's mayor issued a fresh call for the protesters to leave on Monday, saying Ottawa residents have been more than patient and the protesters are disturbing residents and harming small businesses. So yeah, basically the mayor of Ottawa is calling for the remnants of the Freedom Convoy 2022 rally. He's calling for them to leave. Apparently there's hundreds of uh, trucks still there and protesters. A crowd that was upward of 10,000. There was no official count, but in that area. Now there's hundreds of trucks and people left. Yeah. And as far as I know, I could be wrong. To date, Justin Trudeau. Hi, everyone. I steal money from charities. I wear blackface. Justin Trudeau. Daylight come and we one go home. Six foot, seven foot, three foot bunch. 
fucking sunny ways, Trudeau. He didn't even take the opportunity to have a discussion and dialogue with people demonstrating their democratic rights. Their rights in a de- in a democratic society to protest in a peaceful way. You know, some of the media, they try to spin the Freedom Convoy as a disturbance and a disruption and chaotic and it harbors just, you know, scumbags and this, that, and the other. These are people, Canadians, sick of these lawless mandates, this tomfoolery that's been plaguing the world for two years, standing up on the footstep of their government in a democratic fashion. That is the definition of freedom. That is the definition of democracy. And our leader, Sunny Ways Trudeau, Sunny Side Up Trudeau. Hi, everyone. I'm stealing from the pockets of charities. That fucking rodent scampered off into the sewer and didn't meet his countrymen in discussion and discourse and dialogue and democracy. Hid. And again, I'm not calling him a coward for that. That makes sense. He's got a family. And there's also a large crowd and there's his own personal safety, let alone the safety of his wife and children. I'm not calling him a coward for that. But as in this day and age, and, and as the leader of a nation, you can't communicate with these people. It was organized peacefully. It was a peaceful protest. The protesters had a schedule of their itinerary, what they're going to do, prayer services, how they want to cooperate with law officials. They were in communication with the chief of police. Sunny side up Trudeau, fucking eggs Benedict Trudeau, couldn't fucking find a way to communicate via Zoom set up a live stream, take um, questions from the crowd. No, he hid. Like he does on every major uh, issue. Skirt the issue. Sidestep the issue. Blame it on someone else. Run, hide. Bureaucratic filibustering. A lot of talk. No action, no leadership, no nothing. Sick of them. Makes me sick to my stomach. Hats off. Freedom Convoy. Freedom Convoy 2022. Thank you. Thank you for doing what our Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, Trudeau, has failed to do. Logic. It goes against the science to be this overly fear-based, fear-mongered, and in a state of hyperbole, hysteria, two years into COVID-19, is a complete lack of 
going by the science. They say the masks don't really work, yet they must be worn at every moment. (laughs) Indoors and in public spaces. They say that you can catch COVID-19 no matter what you do, yet the only solution is to get vaccinated, triple facts, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. 80% 80% of people upward, north of, eight, north of 80% of people who contract COVID-19 can recover without any special treatment. Yet it's this big global problem. Oh my God. And who are the people that are suffering? The elderly, the poor at health, the overly obese. The information is being conflated. These people aren't dropping dead of COVID. They're dropping dead of, unfortunately, pre-existing conditions, poor diets, and the test of time, the elderly, the aged. And God bless those people. This is a wake-up call to take charge of our health. Not to hide under a rock and live indefinitely in fear. Fear is a form of stress. Stress is obviously not good for the body or the mind. What about that? Oh yeah, in children, children who their their beautiful, healthy immune systems, as uh, Trump would say, and the children with their beautiful immune systems, the beautiful children need to go back to school. We don't need to. Va- I don't know if he said that, that we don't need to vaccinate kids, but most people are most logical people are against vaccinating children. What's the point? They can't even catch it. And if they do catch it, they recover quite easily. And it's a gamble putting these these newfangled vaccine into children. People do have reactions to it, negative reactions. And doesn't common sense, wouldn't common sense state or reason that natural health approaches are obviously the better alternative? Vaccines may be right for some people. But a non-medical holistic treatment is obviously better. It's less taxing on your body to put anything into it than it is to shoot it up with a bunch of foreign entities. Isn't that common sense? And that's the science. I'm not saying anything groundbreaking or or outlandish here, am I? So, um, again, thank you, Freedom Convoy 2022. And that is the way we do it, folks. That's the way you're supposed to do it. Peacefully protest, stand up. Say your truth. Be respectful of others, but stand your ground. Peacefully, democratically. If you have any questions or queries or qualms, please hit me up. jr.thepodcast at gmail.com What do you think on this? How are you feeling? How are you doing in 2022? Are you sick of this? Are you ready to wake up 
as some of the protesters have been saying, and as I'm saying, wake up. The information is there. We are adult. We are human beings capable of making our own health decisions, strategies. The choice is yours. Vaccines might be suitable for some people, for some, for others. They're not. And it's as simple as that. And it's a personal health choice. And this is something that I believe is going to be here for the foreseeable future. And we can't live in this hysteria, hysteria and hyperbole of exaggeration and fear. Yes. So hit me up. jr.thepodcast at gmail.com Till next time, folks. Hallelujah. It's your old chuckle buddy. Guess who? Jonathan James Ram Turan. Reporting live for duty on this magnificent January 31st in the year of our Lord, 2022. Thank you, Freedom Convoy 2022. Keep it up. Be heard. Be safe. Be peaceful. Protest. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, my own website, jonathan-ramcharan.com. And as always, folks, if you're enjoying the show, getting some laughs, chuckles, gigs, and flaws, turtles, please, would you help my black ass out? Share me with a friend. Till next time. You live it, you love it, you realize it. Okay, I. Peace.